is the Bad Reputation Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes on your smartphone or tablet. Featuring the most up-to-date reputation management, social media, and entrepreneurial information on the web. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Todd Collins Official. And now, the host of Bad Reputation, the reputation rock star, Todd Collins. In three, two, one. Super excited to have Hope Seidel, aka Hope Zilla, which some people like me. Some people <laughs> are against that name, but I love that name. Hope, thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. I I like am super excited because we tried to nail this down a few days ago and it just kept like you're so busy it's hard to nail anything down (laughs) right yeah and so like to even be able to lock you down for like 40 minutes maybe a little longer for for people to kind of hear your story and everything else like that um i'm just i'm honored um we used to do hope and i when she actually used to work with us and uh she we her and i did a vlog together a video blog that was so much fun it was super fun (laughs) um i was like twice the weight back then but so the camera was a lot wider, but, um, it, it was, it was fun because we, we got to do so many cool things. Like we got to talk, we, we talked about reputation management, but what we really talked about is, you know, what was happening that day, yeah. you know, in our, in the, in our world. And we both sometimes have, you know, contradictory opinions about, you know, our views, but I think there's an also, there's a common respect there too, from a standpoint of like, yeah, I can see it from your side. You know what? You've, you've changed my opinion on that. And that's something that I respect about you is that you stand by your opinions. It was also fun to like see different opinions. And that's always the way to like learn how to deal with people too. Because right. we talked about social media in the present day and how that affects us in our lives in different ways because of our different opinions. Yeah. So that was really interesting considering the tumultuous tides of social media last yeah, back, year. <laughs> and yeah, last year it was crazy. So it, 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 it seems like it's maybe maybe mild out a little bit. Of course, now this now this. Roseanne Barr things happening. Oh, right. Man. So this, I won't get you started. <laughs> don't get me started. I won't get you started. No, no, we'll leave no. the politics and the religion and everything else out of that. But but let's let's talk about um, let's talk about some of the stuff that you're doing now. So a lot's changed in I would say probably the last what six months for you somewhere around there. Yeah. You 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 were working with us, and I always could feel the entrepreneurial spirit within you. <laughs> and I, well, I, and I it knew was strong with well, this one. it was, yeah, the force was strong. And I, I always knew that there was going to be a day where my little bird was going to leave the nest, tweet, tweet. leave her old man behind <laughs> and, and go out and do spectacular things. And it has been so cool yeah. to watch, you know, what you've been doing. And, um, I remember you coming to me and, and I, I don't even know if it was maybe like you, I don't know if you really asked me anything. I think it was more of you were just using me as a sounding board. And I, and I just remember just saying, dude, just go and get it. And you, and that's what you did. Yeah. So let, let's touch on the first thing. The one thing that I really, really love following is, is be more babes. Yeah. I know that girl strong, women strong, girl power. This is, this is something that because you're a small package, but dude, you are like a nuclear bomb. Yeah. With, with with what you do from a power standpoint. So, so, so tell me a little bit about Be More Bits. So like we mentioned, we were talking a lot about what was happening in the social scene about right. a year ago. And I was very passionate about it. There were a lot of things that I liked, a lot of things that I didn't like. And I saw a hole. I saw 
I know that me personally, I needed a place to go to vent about misogyny and the patriarchy and me too and women in the workplace. And I didn't feel like there was a place to talk about that. I didn't feel like there was an appropriate place to vent because everybody had an opinion and my opinion was sometimes different and whatever. So I wasn't sure if Be More Babes would be a thing. I wanted to be able to talk about current issues and women being strong and empowering other women and being there and being a sounding board and being a networking tool for women to talk about anything that they wanted to talk about, whether it be the full moon or Roseanne Barr or whatever it might be that day. It, I just wanted somewhere to build a community. So that's what I did. I started the page and I followed all of my friends that I thought might think it was interesting. And it kind of just like slowly turned into this bigger thing. I still don't have a bajillion followers yet, but it's every day I gain more. And every day it's more local women that are sending me messages saying that they love what I'm doing, that they're really glad that there's this place for them to go, that it's inspiring, that, oh man, that was just what I needed to hear today. And those little things just kind of reinforce that I made the right choice. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with, more with you because it, it's funny you, you talk about like the messages you get from people because you're almost, it almost sometimes gets frustrating. You're like, man, my message just is not reaching enough people. It's it, or is anybody listening? Um, and when they, when they message you and they tell you that, because some people do that to me too, like I'll just put stuff out there and, and somebody will message me back and be like, yeah, that, that was awesome. Like that. And I'm like, wow, okay, cool. Well, then right. I got to keep going. People want to hear what right. you have to say. You right. just have to say it. Yeah, and it, and it, and so I think that's one of the one of the interesting things is that we and 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 especially about what you're doing is 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 we will talk about what everyone is thinking, but they don't talk about it. And when you give them a platform, even if they don't comment on it, even if they don't engage, they can engage privately with you and let you know, hey, look, what you're saying is resonating For with sure. me. And it's important. So um, and even if it just plants that seed for them to eventually come out of their shell to have that conversation or to eventually be validated in whatever it was that they felt connected to, like even just that alone is is awesome. So is Be More Babes. I know it's I know it's it's got a, a pretty massive Instagram following. I know that you do some uh, Instagram takeovers, which I'm, I'm a huge fan of. I think it's awesome Thank that you, you give the, the profile. And that's one of the cool things is that you're you're not really just taking it on for yourself. You're actually giving the profile to other women that are in business for themselves and letting them contribute to the page, which is is I think kind of just resonates from a standpoint of that's really what the page is about. It's yeah, about a community. That's what it's about. I okay. want to build a community. I want to build a place for women to come and feel comfortable and talk about their business and what their business can do for your business and how can we collaborate and check me out. I'm doing this really cool thing and I think you'd like it. Like there's moms and girl bosses and all different types of women involved in Be More Babes. And I feel like we had a restaurant takeover. We mm -hmm. had an organizing takeover. We had a fitness takeover. We've had a photographer takeover. We've had so many different types of people take over. And I have so many more lined up that I just think it's really awesome because every different person can kind of see what every other person is doing. And I feel like for a really long time, it was almost like cool to bash other women. Yeah. Like I feel like for a long time, chicks were like, oh, I don't have any friends that are girls. And that was like a power move. Right. Like when I was in high school, the girls that hung out with all the guys, they were the cool girls, right? right. I hate that. 
why aren't we empowering each other? Why aren't we helping each other? Yeah. And what we're doing is really cool. And I think that we would all really love it if we just took the time to put our guards down and accept that not everybody's a threat. Yeah. So that's kind of what it's about too. Just like equality, empowerment, spreading the word, networking, just all of the things. I want everybody to be successful. I, and I feel the exact same way. And, and you know, I, I'm a very competitive person. Me too. By, by, just by nature, it's just how it is. But I realized something a long time ago, dude, there is enough out there for everybody. For sure. You know what I mean? So there's really no reason to like hold other people back. I've just never, I've never, you know, I, that's something I had to teach myself. That was more of a self-awareness thing from a standpoint of like, you know, my, my goal was to, once I had my target on my competition, then my goal was to crush you out. Right. Yeah. You know that. Um, and really what it came down to is that instead of, instead of going to that competition and saying, what can we do together right. to make something better? Absolutely. You know, and that's something that I've learned as I've grown older, even in the last five years, you know, that's something that I've, I've learned. So I know major, your major foothold is on Instagram is be more babes. Is it anywhere else? Have you cast that wide net yet? Or you just stick is Instagram the platform? Personally, because I knew that it seems to me like Instagram is your favorite platform. Yeah, right? I was just gonna say Instagram okay. is my favorite platform. I feel like you get the most interaction, you get the most insights, you get the most genuine conversations okay. on Instagram. I feel like Facebook has kind of evolved into this business place where you go and you want to learn about what happens with your family sure. or what the special is at your favorite restaurant. Right. And that's just kind of what Facebook is now. More of so, awareness. Yeah. I feel like right now, Be More Babes is going to stay on Instagram. Okay. I'm working on building a website for myself, which will incorporate the Be More Babes blog. There will, okay. be, there will be a section on my website um, dedicated to Be More Babes. And I hope to do some write-ups about some cool stuff. Like a, there was a, a woman on Be More Babes who said that she's leaving her job on the East Coast. She's been so successful. She's leaving behind relationships and houses and all of these things to go be successful on the West Coast. And she said that Be More Babes was just like really influential for her and helping her do that. So I'm going to have her write a piece that'll probably be on there. Um, I just, you know, things that are relatable, things that will maybe inspire you, maybe a healthy recipe or two, because I like the bunny food, but I Yeah, because <laughs> that's the thing is you're, so you're, you know, you've got Be More Babes, but like you also kind of are a personal brand, you know, within yourself. Like, you know, I, obviously, you know, you and I talk on Instagram all the time like that. And, and it's funny because Instagram's, I would say my favorite platform, but we interact on Instagram when we could literally, we have each other's phone number. Right. We could text each other. It's just easy. Because yeah. when you're on there, you see it, you right. think about it. Why would you go to a different app when you're right there? Right, right, and and that and you know, so so we communicate via via Instagram, and you know, your personal Instagram is 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 really interesting too. You know what I mean? So like, and even within your stories, you know, and and I did a shot call probably, I don't know, it's probably like two three months ago where I was I was I'm pretty much dead set on the fact that stories is going to replace feeds in Facebook and Instagram. I truly believe that because I feel like more people interact within stories than they do within the newsfeed. But I watch your news feeds all the time and they're great because they're so, they, they vary from interest, right? So you may be talking about what you're doing in business that day and you're kind of taking people through your day, which I really like that. I enjoy that taking, take me through your day kind of thing. But then towards the evening, you know, it seems like maybe when Josh gets home or whatever, then you kind of incorporate Josh's as the the comedic character in your story, right? <laughs> you know, you always catch him off guard, and then and then you talk about, hey, this is what I'm, I'm making this I'm making this meal, and this is how you do it. 
and then you run through it. So there's all these cool little different things that you can you can learn from your profile. And I those are the profiles that I find the most interesting. That it's not focused on just one niche. It's all these multiple things. It, basically, you're taking what you're passionate about and you're consolidating it into one profile. And anybody that's interested in any of those variables can follow you, yeah, right? Exactly. And they might even learn something new. Right. So I'm going to try this new thing where I post a healthy recipe once a week. Yeah. yeah. Um, like if you follow me, you see that I'm constantly making juices or smoothies mm -hmm. or bowls or three ingredient, gluten-free, dairy-free, sugar-free, yeah. blah, 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 whatever. Um, and I get a lot of messages about it whenever I do it. So I've just decided that I'm going to embrace it and kind of put myself out there and see how it goes. So I am going to incorporate that. And it, it, I didn't plan on myself becoming a blog. I didn't plan on myself becoming um, whatever it is, right. an entrepreneur, business owner, none of these things. If you would have asked me five years ago what I was going to be doing, I would have had no idea. No, yeah, this was it. right. But it's just, it's really cool because here we are. And I just want to be able to kind of showcase I'm a person, I'm a human being, I'm living life every day. I try to just be positive and healthy yep. and successful. And I just, I want to share that with as many people as I can. So what is it like, this is kind of, an, before I even get to the other point, what is it like being a business owner now? Because you, you now own, I don't even know if it's part, but you, I know you manage, but I know you own Smoke. Yeah. Which is. I'm a partner in Smoke with uh, with Josh. With Mike, Josh. Who is my partner in life. So, so we jo are Josh was on the Food Network. Josh yeah. is a big deal. He is. You're now a big deal <laughs> from a standpoint of, if you guys have not followed Instagram, uh, followed Smoke on Instagram, I implore you to do it because it is so entertaining. At Hickory Smoke Goodness. There you go. Plug, plug. <laughs> um but smoke was smoke was was highlighted on on the Food Network years ago. I got to I literally got to watch it birth, uh, which it, and it literally the first location was was right. You know, I, I could throw a rock at it from our office, and I got to watch it. I was I think I was one of the first people to walk in and buy something. I think you were. I know, and and I've been and I, I've been a huge supporter of it because I truly believe it is such a cool brand. But what is it like now? being a part and owning your own business and dealing with the day-to-day -day business stuff. Nobody you, cares as much as I do. Yeah. And see, <laughs> I tried and see, here's the thing guys. I tried to relate. I tried to, to explain this to this, this <laughs> my young, my, my young child, you, you know, a couple years ago and she, you know, she's a little punk rock. And so am I, but in the reality, she, you, some, and sometimes you don't get it until you, don't you get sit it in the boss's no, seat. Absolutely. You have to just, you and I are similar in the sense, oh, sorry, okay. Mike hit, I'm clumsy. Okay. Um, we're similar in the sense that like, you have to just learn the hard way. Mm -hmm. I'm a very stubborn person. I have to learn everything the hard way. And even Josh and I have been together for a long time, but before I was a partner in Smoke, he would come home and he would be so concerned about this or that or this or that. And yeah. whether it was... Or whatever it was and i just i would be worried and i would be consoling but like i, I didn't but you couldn't it, you know do something I mean? like, about it i didn't it. understand completely there was nothing that i could do so i was more just a support role for about a year and a half and now i nobody cares as much as we do i yeah. care i love smoke so much yep. like it's my number one passion yep. there's nothing that i wouldn't do for it I have left my apartment at 11 o'clock at night on a Tuesday to go make sure that the smokers turned off so That's that right. way we can go to sleep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like 
it's hard and it's challenging and I learn something new every day, but it's the most rewarding, amazing experience yeah. that I've had in life so far. Let me ask you a question. What is it like working with your spouse every day? It's awesome because we don't work next to each okay. other. Like I am in the office or I am at home at my home office and he's at the shop every okay. day. Okay. So we're not like on top of each other or gotcha. we're not whatever. Um, we have a code word for work. Um, so at night when we're at home and one of us is just like ready to shut off, we say no more tuna fish sandwiches and we just, we stop talking about work and then it's just him and I, and we just, or if it's 11 o'clock at night and I think of something and I'm like, oh shit, I don't want to stress him out, but I just thought of this thing that we forgot about. I'll be like, I know that you don't want to talk about tuna fish sandwiches, but real quick, I just need you to be on this page with me. And it works really well. It works really well. We don't let it consume us. We don't let it be our whole entire lives even though it kind of is yeah we we, do, we try to make sure that we make time for for just us. we should so. title this this episode no more tuna fish sandwiches. <laughs> and i think i actually might because you know that's a that is a great tidbit for any couples out there that that work together or even that they don't work together and they're home because i know for me it's very difficult for me to turn you know that yeah it's diff, very difficult it's for me hard. to turn the business off i i really can't do it josh is has a hard time with it too. yeah and i mean i think i think all successful people that are very passionate about what they do i think it's very difficult for them to turn it off absolutely um, it's also very important to turn it off yeah though, because if you don't turn it off then you let it consume you and you don't sleep and you drive yourself crazy yeah. and it's it's just not healthy that way so this way it gives you a chance to unwind it gives you a chance to relax it gives you a chance to have fun a little bit for the day so the other thing is you guys take one day off a week yes right that you just spend together yes every week monday it doesn't matter what is happening whether we have to come to smoke or go to home depot or right even if it's going to the mva like mondays are our days we don't do anything else but hang out with each other on monday no matter what do you think that that is a uh component to the success of your relationship together. I mean, absolutely. Okay. You have to make time for each other. You yeah. have to make time for one another. You have to be on the same page. So I think that we're both really on the same page with what we need from each other yeah. and what we expect from each other. And it's just, I don't know. I love it. I, I love it. I think it's awesome. <laughs> so, okay. So these are all, these are all great tidbits for people that are couples. Tell me, tell me a little bit about smoke. So we, we know that smoke kind of birthed from Josh, right? Yes. It's all Josh. It's all Josh. <laughs> yes. It's all Josh. Yes. Yeah. We know that. And then um, he was he was on uh, was it restaurant startup right on the Food Network he was yeah. on there I, he he didn't win no. right mm-hmm. which is hilarious I haven't because he should I saw I saw the episode <laughs> and he should have won we all know that. but it is what it is it is what it is but then they the, set those things up yeah. for the record <laughs> but then the guy goes anyway like I mean it just fits his personality just screw it I'm doing it anyway Talk opens it off can I say that but yeah yeah you can, it's this is an explicit fucking podcast so you can you can cuss all you want yeah he um that does it anyway does um launches the locate and then opens a second location once you inject yourself into the business which really kind of which really kind of energized the business it seemed like to me it it, it like took it up like another notch and so now you guys have a second location. Is there a third location? I mean, we want to take over the world. Okay, that's what so. I. Okay, so yes. is there? Okay, <laughs> that's what I was thinking because if you guys haven't eaten at Smoke, and you know, I'm not, I'm not using this from a standpoint to blow her up, but if you guys haven't eaten at Smoke, it is very, it's a very artistic, in my eyes, it, it is taking barbecue and it is 
putting it into a completely different level and it's become very artistic and it's almost like you can see Josh in in the kind of person that he is as the food. It's very interesting. And there's so we talked about a couple of sandwiches that are the favorite. Yours is the boss. The boss dog, which is like it's kind of like the, it's, it's like the super here. It's a signature it's like sandwich. One, you yep. know? It's got all the things. Now my now the one I'm a fan of which if it's a cheat day for me which are few and far between. It is what it is. <laughs> the Pig Mac. It's the, a feature. The feature sandwich, yeah. which it's not always out, right? No. Is that right? So you have, you have to wait until, you basically have to follow you on Instagram or Facebook or whatever it is and wait for it to just appear. Absolutely. And then you got to come get it. Yep. This thing is is uh, based, based on an outline of the Big Mac, but it's something completely different. Absolutely. It's something completely can you, different. Can you please explain, and then we'll get into the like business stuff, <laughs> but explain to me what the Pig Mac is. It, describe it, if you will. So the Pig Mac is... Be detailed. It's chicken fried mac and cheese patties that yes. are like an inch thick. I'm closing my eyes. Smacked in between two piles of smoked pork that's just like Baltimore's best pork. Real smoke with the, with the just, line around oh, the thing. It's so perfect. Keep going. Yeah. So then on top of that, you'll find Josh's Killer Bacon, which is yeah. just ridiculous, with um, Pig Mac sauce. Uh -huh. So it's kind of like Big Mac sauce, but it's Pig Mac sauce. And then we use local Cunningham's rolls that are lightly toasted and buttery. Look at you shouting out Cunningham's. <laughs> Love it. The mac and cheese to me yeah, is it's, interesting. It's ridiculous. That the mac and cheese is unbelievable. Anytime that I ever went and got sides, I would always get the mac and cheese. What do you have to do? But then you put it on a freaking sandwich. Oh yeah. We went there. We did that. <laughs> if you're gonna go to smoke, make sure that you follow them because if the pig mac makes an appearance and we never know when it's gonna make its I'll give appearance. You a pro tip. It's usually on Saturday. Okay, there you go. Saturdays <laughs> is when you can get the Pig Mac. So just get it on Saturdays. But the Boss Dog, it, if you if you don't know where to start, when you go into Smoke, if, you, if you've never been there before, start with the Boss Dog and then work your way uh, down the menu. And that's really what you should be doing with, that, with this type of restaurant. You should be getting in there and trying everything. Don't just, you know, uh, uh, focus on that one sandwich. Really try everything because you're going to find the, that uh, J Josh's uh, designs and that's really you know, like I look at it. American barbecue. Yeah, I, I and, and I really look at it from a, he. The guy's an artist. I mean, he's designing cuisine. Absolutely. He's not. He's not. Uh, he's not really truly making this. He's designing it, and that's what I find uh, interesting. So you know, en enough of uh, us uh, massaging Josh's ego. I do, Stop and it. his shirt that he wore out <laughs> for the day. I I gotta find out where that shirt because I really love that shirt and actually commented in. I think he gave me a nice little heart emoji um, during that comment. She so, doesn't want you to know where it's from because it's still available. <laughs> if I know him, I'm, you know I'm, me. Yeah, you got that shirt for him, I bet. I did. And it might, is, is it Nordstrom? It God, is. I knew it. God, I'm good. God, I am predictable. Now I'm gonna go buy the shirt and I'm gonna take a picture and send it to it. Now I'm just joking. Twins. I know, twins. <laughs> So, um, okay, good. So real quick, you know, get into the reputation management side of it because we have to talk about reputation management. You used to protect restaurants when I you did. worked for us. You did a great job of it. You, you successfully uh, got reviews removed um, with, with, you know, while we were working together. Now you're on the other side. So you went from protecting restaurants against negative reviews and, and, and you know, this malicious slander that people can then put on about restaurants. You've now, you're now on the other side. You're the owner. You're, you're now behind it. Uh, how has your opinion or your view changed? Is it still pretty much the same 
or what, what's your what's your it's tell me. much harder to be um level when it's your business and mm -hmm. you care and you know all the things that are in and out and you mm -hmm. just you hear a complaint and you just like want to call and like scream at somebody right but you can't do that so um it's definitely been interesting we don't get a lot of ad reviews which is really lucky you don't i agree no no yeah it's very few and far between and to be completely honest we're so um open on social media yes. and people feel like they can really reach out to us so nine times out of ten it doesn't end up on a platform on a review they'll site. message you privately they will message us privately yeah. yeah like um i get tech personal text messages josh gets personal text sure. messages very few and far between but when it does happen you know what i mean like we have friends that quality control too that come right. in all the time and they'll let us know like hey everything was really awesome or hey this sandwich could have been a little bit you know whatever but you know what i mean i would much prefer that than have it sure. be on yelp but um on yelp it's always best to kill them with kindness i always try to smooth out whatever the issue was um when i was working here it was always just kill them with kindness like yeah yep. you know no matter what the issue is whether you have to reach out to somebody at the business or message the person personally um you know it's people like to be acknowledged right. at the end of the day. So like, as long as you acknowledge someone and kind of validate what their their woe is, um, usually that will solve the yeah. issue. Uh, I will admit that I have um, replaced things for people. I will kind of, kind of try to make it better for somebody if it goes to that extent. I also help a couple of our friends with their social media. Right. So um, if, anything ever happens with them with a complaint i always always try to take care of it yeah and so like so. You, you know the you know the formula to be able to solve these issues yeah that occur and so yeah because i always found it interesting it was like you were going now you're going you were going to the other side basically and but having the knowledge of how to handle these situations right. i feel like that's really super valuable absolutely right it's like beyond value and you've probably been able to educate some of these other people right yeah like sure. which is cool and and, and so um you know, it, I, I wanted to hear that. I wanted to hear your opinion. I, we didn't even talk about that beforehand. I wanted to hear your, your real, true, honest opinion about that because um, I don't think I've really met anybody that's gone from the reputation management side for businesses and then gone and done their own business B2C and then had to deal with it. Yeah. And so it was kind of cool to see that. So um, the biggest thing I would say is it's, it's just hard to remain in the middle when you hear something yeah. that's negative. So like I used to tell you, right, these their emotional heartstrings get pulled on, yeah. which is that what, which that's, is why, that's what happens. Which is where you enter. You yeah, know right. I mean? And then, you know, first thing you got to do is you have to validate them. Well, that, but you have to go to Josh and calm Josh down, right? Probably have to calm him down a little oh, bit if he doesn't Josh. even see it, right? No. Smart. No, no. And then you handle the situation, right? But I mean, that that's one of the other things is that what we always found and what I thought was interesting is that most people don't respond to their reviews. And I never understood not responding to the positive ones. I never understood somebody leaving a good review well, for you and then not Well, because sometimes it gets mundane. It. Like okay. if you sit there and there's a hundred, oh my God, dinner was so amazing. Yeah. How many different ways, different times can you say thank you? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's you know a good what point. I mean? Because there really are only so many ways. Yeah. And there really are only so many compliments. Yeah. So as a, an outsider yeah. looking at that, if all of them just say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, it's like. Yeah, I don't like it's that. Nothing. I would rather, like, for instance, I will just love sometimes. I like that. Say. I won't necessarily respond, but I will react, which is, it gives them a notification. So that all, it's yes. not 
like liking and leaving it. You're letting them know that you saw it. You're letting them know that you saw it. You loved it. It was awesome. It meant something to you, but you're not blowing smoke up their ass by saying, oh my God, thank you so much. I can't wait to see you next time. Oh my God. You know what I mean? So it's, I just feel like it's more genuine sometimes. Not to say that you shouldn't respond. Right. Because there are times and places for responses. You're still interacting though, regardless. You're engaging. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, John Mendakis and I were talking. John owns Jimmy's Famous Seafood. We were talking and we thought it would be really cool to just start responding to reviews with just emojis. That's cool. Like if they leave a negative review, you leave a poop emoji. <laughs> okay, so that's probably not the best way to do it. It was just us kind of messing if around. But I left a poop emoji yeah. for my like yeah. negative review. Then you would I start would commenting. be so I mad. I know. But we were thinking about that because it's, you know, as, as, as we continue to, uh, as the, and I talk about the 10 year old plan, right? I was talking about the 10 year old plan the other day as the 20 year olds become 30 year olds in the next 10 years, you need to, you need to evolve your business. Uh, I truly believe that we will really start communicating via emoji, uh, more than, than text. Well, we kind of already do. And I read an article earlier this week that said that we can expect that GIFs are going to take over Instagram feed. I mean, they already are in our stories. So I'm just waiting. Like the other day I saw one incorporated into an Instagram post. Like it was just a picture, but somebody put the GIF on it and then saved it and then uploaded that. It was really cool because it was a picture but it was moving and it yeah. wasn't too much. It was like just enough. So I'm inspired. I'm going to check it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's GIFs like kind of evolving. So I would say that I would be more apt to accepting a GIF response. Yes. We were response. devastated. <laughs> we were devastated. Oh, Remember? So, sad. so we, we were, were both. So, so Hope and I were super excited that Instagram had had uh, start, started to bring in GIFs, GIFs, whatever you want to call them. I was going to ask you. It's whatever. I don't, I don't, I don't think it matters. And, and they had brought it in Instagram, you know, immediately I told Hope, um, or whatever. I think we just both told her, like, oh my God, did you oh see this? God, what happened? Yeah. And so we did it and then we started using it and we were crushing it. And then all of a sudden next day it was gone and we thought, right. They took it away because of the, the situation. Someone had... made a racist yes. GIF because Jiffy, G-I-P-H-Y yes. is a public platform Correct. that anyone can upload yes. GIFs to. And they had to shut it down in order to figure out a way to moderate what is uploaded to their platform because racist pricks suck. Yeah. So and it looks like they, and they fixed the and situation. They fixed it. So right. now they have a filter to figure right. out what, or I guess to just filtrate like yeah. what goes um, on their, on their platform. So it's exciting. It's back. Back. I'm so excited. Because whenever, whenever I post stuff about you, I always use the Godzilla emoji or a GIF or GIF. Hope whatever because the hopezilla thing i'm a gigantic fan of that and we were just talking about some stuff and i always thought that your logo should be like a godzilla body with your face on <laughs> in cartoon form again it, it you're a powerful woman who enjoys winning and that is something that to me is uh lacking and or rare nowadays uh even in guys is lacking or rare i mean it's just not something you see <laughs> anymore that yeah, well, yeah, and you can say that, right? Like, well, but I mean, I am a millennial. You're a millennial. I can't say that. And so, see, and 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 I was talking about this the other day too. A lot of people shit on that millennial generation. I, I think don't. It's Fifty-fifty. I do too. And here's the and here's the reason why, because a lot of people shit on my generation, and there were some good people to come out of that. And so, I think it's more of a people situation where it's just like, With when you're young, you don't know. 
So, and you, and you really don't realize maybe sometimes, you know, uh, uh, what your passion is. I think these, I think these kids are very intelligent. I think mm -hmm. they're very smart yeah. and they're very opinionated from the standpoint of they know what they want and what they don't want. And they're not going to compromise. No. That. And that's okay. And so like, I think that with millennials, it's really interesting because there's so many of them that are so successful mm -hmm. and intelligent and hustle based and all of those things. And there's equal amounts of millennials that you see that do still live at mm -hmm. home with their parents and blah, blah, blah. And I think that it's 50, 50, your generation babying these millennials yes. to believe that they don't have to work. I work hard, so you don't have to. And yes. that was kind of your mentality. Sure. Your parents worked hard, so that way you could have everything. You right. want to work hard so your kids have everything. Yep. And in, in a way that kind of can spoil someone, yes. I guess. In the same vein, it can inspire people who have hardworking parents yep. like you. Like you say, that's that's your why. You, yeah, you work right. hard to inspire your kids. So that'll probably work out differently for you because yeah. you don't hand it to them. You show that's them, correct. You show them the hustle. You show them the work. You tell them. What and I make them work. You know but, that. But at the same time, you also are giving them things sure. that you didn't have when yeah. you were a kid. And 100%. so I think that that's like the line with the millennials kind of and from your generation, like where the split happens. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? So don't give all them a bad name <laughs> yeah i know and i agree with that i agree you know what i mean like i put my arms around the ones um that i feel are 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 out there busting their ass and kicking ass and taking names and there's and a lot so I, there is and uh, you know i put my arms around those and i want them to i want them to you know i want to push them up because eventually i'm going to have to ask them for a job it's our generation now, that's changing the world right now yeah, yeah and eventually you know I mean? gonna eventually to... i'm going to be a dinosaur and i'm going to have to go to one of these kids and be like yeah, yeah. Need a job. So don't well, don't shit on them too much TC. I, yeah i had a really good podcast a long time ago a podcast long what the hell ago. Is that? that's a podcast right right so um how do you how do you and so how let me get into this actually first Give me some, because you're really good at social media. Like I've always thought, and, and with social media, I feel like social media is fingerprinted like a human. I can tell when someone changes something. Uh, it's really interesting. And, and, and I'm going to post something actually today. You're going to see a fingerprint post for me. And it really is true because social media is like a fingerprint. You can tell everyone has a, a different way of doing yeah, it. Yeah. I can see some difference in smoke like you can tell when it's me and when it's josh right <laughs> however i want some i we need to give some of these people some some tips and tricks okay now you know i got some i want to know some of yours to help maybe some of the younger listeners that are on there that are trying to go out and do the same things that you're doing right now or even some of the older listeners that are listening that are trying to change it up do something different within their social media platforms give me some give me three tips of, and I know Instagram's your platform, so we can stick to Instagram if you want. Sure. Um, give me three Instagram tips that work well for you. Um, so the first thing I would say would be consistency. Okay. Like people, you can't consistency. I'm putting you on the spot, but it is. No, that's it is. okay. So when you look at my page, everything in some sort of kind of roundabout way ties into my business. So whether that's the filter that I use, because there's two filters that I use. And if you look at my page, it's all pretty much consistent. consistent. Right. You, when you come to my page, you kind of know what it's going to look like. You know what it's going to feel like. You know what it's going to tie into. Mm -hmm. You kind of know what to expect. And that's kind of what people are looking for. They want it to be different, but they want to know what to expect from you. Okay. So be consistent. 
Like if you're going to post just food pics, that's probably what people are going to expect from you. Sure. You know what I mean? For example, Josh has a lot of followers on his personal page. When he posts pictures that aren't of food, that's not really what people want to see. So he doesn't get 500 likes sure. like he usually does. Yep. Um, same thing for me. When I post something that is about my cat, I get less likes than I do when it's something that's motivational or business driven or health related. Right. So just stay consistent. I'm not saying don't change your filter. I'm not saying don't post anything different. I'm just saying just you know, stay have consistent. A, have a vibe. Right. Have a vibe. Have a feel. Be consistent. Okay, I like that one too. Um, hashtags are so important. Love it. Um, on Instagram and Twitter. On Instagram and Twitter. Um, what's your What's your take on uh, hashtags on Facebook? I think they're stupid. Okay, thank you. And that's all I needed to hear. I don't <laughs> need to know the reason, but keep going. So hashtags important Twitter. Have you ever clicked on a hashtag on Twitter? No. Okay, or that, you mean on Facebook? Or no. on Facebook. No, right? but that's, I still see it and it drives me that's, nuts. That's my end of case. Yeah, got it. Uh, anyway, so two hashtags are so important. Um, find out what your local hashtags are that are really pertinent to you. So whether that's like typing in smoke a hundred different times with a hundred different words in it in the Instagram search key um, and find looking at the number because it tells you if you type in hashtag Todd Collins, it'll tell you how many times hashtag Todd Collins has been used. So find out what those most used hashtags are because those are probably the ones that people are looking at the right. most and try to incorporate those into your regular. I have a couple notes on my phone of different hashtags for different things. Like I have like a health food set of 30 hashtags. I have a girl boss set now, of Now do you save hashtags. those hashtags and then copy and paste them? Because this is what I do, and this is not, not to interject with you, but I have my – so I'll take hashtags that I find, and I'll add them in my notes on my phone, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, I have – And then I'll go back yep. when I post, and copy, copy and it, and paste it. Because yep. a lot of people will literally just type out their hashtags. Guys, no, that's such a pain in the ass. Yeah. Make a note, copy and paste it. That's the easiest Put it in your notes it. and then copy and paste it. Put it in your notes and copy and paste it. That way, it's consistent, and you don't have to be like – Oh shit! I forgot hashtag visit be more. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. That's a big one. Yeah. Pro tip. You know what I there mean? I always hashtag. Oh, I'm adding that more. one in. Thank you. Yeah. Always. There you go. That's it. so. Here, that was tip two. Use your hashtags. So consistency. Hashtags in Instagram and Twitter. Make sure that you're building building out, finding the ones that are relevant to your business or relevant to the people that are following you or where you who you want to be seen by, and use those hashtags. And then number three tip, social media tip. Take advantage of the stories. If you're not taking advantage of the stories, you're not taking advantage of the platform. I think that um, we discussed last year about how we thought the video was going to take over social media. And we were right. And we were right, but in a different way. Yes. Like we initially thought the video was going to be like the main thing that you posted on yep. your feed and you had it in your Instagram. Yeah. Blah, blah. If I see a video on my feed, it better be hilarious or yes. I don't want to watch it. Right. But same thing if I look at my stories like I want to see those videos I want to see what you're doing I want to see like something cool or something funny or whatever it is like I love the video on the stories it makes it more personable it makes it easier to connect and like Instagram's weird because like you meet people and you know people and you connect with people that you maybe don't know so you feel like you know that yes. like you build a relationship with people. like I had a meeting with a friend who works at a dermatology place and she asked me for some social media tips and she, we hadn't seen each other in years right we're, we're not we're more acquaintances I sure. would say and she was like, I feel like I know you. Like, I feel like I know so much about your life. I know what kind of car you drive. I know where you live. I Not, not in like a creepy yeah. way, but she was like, I just feel like I know so much about you. Like, I feel so comfortable sitting here face-to-face -face talking with you, yeah. even just based off of Instagram, because I feel like I know you so well. So so from that standpoint, that would take me back to the question. So you said, you know, obviously stories are important. So yes. start, start posting in your stories. 
do you spend more time in stories than you do in the newsfeed? Like define more time. So you, I spend so all when my you, time yeah, there. I know. No, I know. And because I know Instagram's your platform, do you, when you're in, in, inside Instagram, do you spend more time in Instagram stories and falling down that Instagram story hole than you do going through the, the no. actual newsfeed? No, no, I would say it's 50-50. Okay. 50-50. Okay. I would say... Because sometimes I pop on my phone and I don't feel like looking through my feed and I'll watch four or five stories and be done. And sometimes I'm like, okay, with stories and all I want to do, do is you, just scroll through the feed. Here's, so. here's the, the follow-up question to that. Do you post more in your stories than you do on your Instagram feed? If I posted as in much on my Instagram feed as I do on my stories, people would unfollow me. So yeah, right. So you definitely yeah. your stories more, right? No, for right? sure. Yeah, yeah. I try to post once a day on my feed. I feel like once a day is a really good number. If you're doing something cool, if it's something fun, if it's something different, if it's something that's like, you could post twice a day. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't post any more than twice a day and only if it was something worthy. Mm -hmm. Actually, that's a lie. I saw like a couple weeks ago that Beyonce posted three pictures in a row and I was like, oh shit, if Beyonce is doing it, I'm going to do it right. too. So I posted three pictures and then she didn't do it again. So I was See, like, oh, I love that see? though. But <laughs> I, I, I love that you're looking at people and watching what they're doing. And then you know that they're successful and then you're following in suit what they do. So you say too, I say post as much as you fucking want. If you feel it's relevant and you want to tell people about it, you should post as much as you want. I don't know if there's necessarily a, a, a correct number, but and but that's just my opinion, right? Um, I spend a lot of time in stories. I enjoy watching Holly's stories. Yeah. I Holly's enjoy stories are great. Holly, ho, you know, Holly, Holly's another one, you know, eventually we should have her on too. At Maybe Holly you, B. Murphy. Yeah, there you go. Um, we, we should probably have you and Hollywood together, but that would be super fun. Yeah. But, but you know, what her story, she puts a lot of time into her story. Yeah. She's and, taught me a lot about yeah. how to use stories. Yeah. And if she, you're not utilizing uh, Photoshop and outside sources right? to into your stories, then you're like late. Yeah. You're way late. <laughs> yeah. So here's the one, here's, here's a tidbit that I, I, I would love to give people. I know you already know this is do not under any circumstances sleep on Pinterest. Oh, I love Pinterest. Pinterest, Pinterest, Pinterest. GIF, GIF, Pinterest. whatever you want to say. Are you Pinterested? I am. I'm probably one of the only guys that does. That's not true. I, Josh has a Pinterest. I think, I think it is an amazing platform, and it's got great content that you can use within your stories that can create engagement. Absolutely. Holly taught me that. Yeah. Where she, where you're creating engagement by ask by either talking about yourself and giving people information about yourself, and then in turn asking them questions, which is why I like polls and stories. Love polls. But I, polls but I find this very interesting because I think, I think I clicked incorrectly on your poll one time, and I actually sent you a message like, "Dude, sorry, I meant to click the cat's cute, not not cute, <laughs> but whatever it was." I can I add it, another tip? If yeah, I interrupt you, yeah. I don't ever give people a negative option on polls. Like I don't I give don't, them don't, an option to say really? that they don't like something because, or most of the time, like I want it to be positive always. Like, yeah. I always want to have positivity cool. drawn towards my story. So like I posted something about soft shell crabs last week yeah. and I was like, OMG, 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 or smoke soft shell crabs, FTW, fuck the world. You know what I mean? Like yes, I didn't I give that. them an option to say that they didn't like soft shell crabs or no, or, yeah. or anything yeah. like that, like positive only because it's the best. And That's you want, an interesting you take. want people to know it's the best. So don't let them think that there's even the slightest possibility that it's not. Love that. What I find interesting is what sometimes when you put up polls, the people see this, story, but then they don't vote. Why is that? 
Um, I think that some people like to be ghost users. Okay. I think that some people just don't give a fuck. Do they realize that they're not ghosted because you can see them in their stories? I don't know if everybody knows that. Because I tell people that I can tell, I can see them not voting, and that drives me like, bananas. I had an employee. I, you I, I, post, I posted something about how we're going to stay open later, and I had an employee vote that he like wasn't super stoked about it. And I'm like, bruh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I can see that, right? You moron. Like your clothes and yeah. line cook for the rest oh, of the dude. week. <laughs> Busted. Busted. Okay, so. Let me ask you a question. This will, and we'll, and we'll end with a couple other things talking about you, but I, I want to talk about how how did how, just because I'm getting a lot of this from a lot of people right now. So how did how did I support you? I mean, this was my, this was my like launch pad. I'm just curious. Like I had always worked in marketing and social media before here, but here was where I feel like I really got comfortable and like flourished. Like I felt like I was surrounded by a bunch of creative people who I could bounce ideas off of and learn things from. And like Holly, we talked about yep. and you and your wife, Nikki and um, who else was here and Todd and who else? I can't even think of anyone else. Well, I mean, it's, it there's, the, there's the people that really, impacted you. It was important people that impacted me and Adam and everybody just, it was so nice to get to be able to work with a photographer and a blogger and a tech person and so, just so many different people that had so many different expertise in so many different things. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like I like sponged it all up. Yeah. <laughs> like I wanted to learn it all and I did. And it was just so exciting. Like I fell in love with social media. Yeah. Like I can honestly say that, like, I don't know. I just, this was my launch pad for sure. It definitely. Was I love hearing that, me. that, that makes me happy. And what, what is, what I love from it is being able to watch you and, and Holly and, and some other people that, that, that ventured out on their own, Eric, perfect example. And to watch you guys flourish and become successful, that to me is super, that inspires me. It means you're doing continue. something right too. Exactly. Or maybe I just picked the right people and I, and I gave them a place to hone their skills and then to watch them succeed. It to me is the super, it's just super exciting. You want to be a successful blogger in Baltimore, come work for restaurant reputation. Blogger, social media <laughs> marketer, whatever it is. And and actually, I'm not accepting applications any longer. I, I don't think I can beat my team, either awesome. e either the people that we had, you know, that, you know, we all still work together in, in some form or another, but it, it's, it, it's just interesting. So give me the accounts that people can follow you on, uh, name um, those all. So you can follow, we already said at Hickory Smoke Goodness, that's going to be Josh and all of the food things. My personal page is at Hopezilla with three L's because I'm different, not basic. And that's not going to change, that's not going to change, right? <laughs> no, that's not going to okay, change. Good. I, I thought about it and I toyed with it, but I think I'm going to leave it as it stands. Um, and then you can follow at bemore.babes. Um, that's going to be like the motivational female empowerment, um, platform for women entrepreneurs and business owners and all of the different types of women in Baltimore to connect and network. I highly recommend that you follow that page. Um, you guys will, will meet some very interesting people on that. Your website's launching soon. Is yeah, that correct? I'm excited. It's not available yet. It's not available Can you yet. tell us what, what the site is or what it will be named? So because other people that hear this podcast, it'll probably be Honestly, done. Honestly, like I've had so many different ideas. I can't decide. Like, Is I, it possible Hopezilla.com is available? Yeah, I don't know. All right. Well, I'm going to go to GoDaddy and buy it and then sell it. <laughs> yeah, I won't do that. Sell it to me for $1, yeah. One dollar. One dollar. One dollar. Eighty thousand dollars. Got some smoking in the I was going to buy simple, 
simply social hope i think i like that but it was like two grand i was like yeah that's the same don't do that yeah i guess because my name is like pretty we'll be able so follow hope on her instagram pages her social media pages and i'm sure she's going to post the link up to her website i know that i think it's going to be very interesting because it's going to touch on so many different aspects of your personality from being a businesswoman to uh your passion for social media to your passion for food to your passion for health and, and just all these different things um hope Thank you. Thank you for coming so on fun. the podcast. I my my assumption is that Hope will probably have her own podcast after listening to this because I know how she is. <laughs> she will listen to this and she will love it and go. You know what? I'm gonna do. It. And I can tell you if she does do it. Will you rent uh, me your studio? Yeah, absolutely, of course. <laughs> and I, I would hope that you have me on a show because of course. But I, I think that would be a, a even more awe inspiring is to is to widen that net of be more babes you and create that po- be more babes podcast okay. where you have those women on to talk about their businesses. I think that would be. I think you're onto something. Yeah, I have good That's ideas weird. sometimes. But <laughs> hope, thank you so much for coming on the show. I I greatly appreciate it. Uh, congrats on on all the success you've had. I know that it is not over. I know that. Uh, the Food Network has already been back in touch with you guys. I'm sure that there are, I know that there were just articles about you in Baltimore Magazine and all these other things. So I know that uh, the smoke voyage is just is 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 just beginning, but I also know that the Hopezilla uh, uh, Conquer the World is is just beginning too. And that's, yeah. it's going to be an interesting ride to watch. I'm take that shit over, Todd Collins. I know, great. Thanks for having me. All right, see you, buddy. This has been a Todd Collins official production in conjunction with Platinum Reputations. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Todd Collins Official or visit us at www.toddcollinsofficial.com. Want to be on the show or become a sponsor? Message us on Facebook and tell us why.